0: welcome to another episode of the guy code i am running elsewhere now guys on this episode we are going to have the 2022 red pill roundup this is an evaluation of all the news making headlines all over the world and in kenya that We as the Red Pill community and the Manosphere in Kenya can derive some lessons from, and I will get right into it. We start off in January. In January, the popular and the famous 20-year-old professional footballer Mason Greenwood, who plays for Manchester United, faced rape allegations when a video surfaced online together with an audio clip posted by a lady who is believed to be his girlfriend at the time. And in the audio clip, he is perceived to be assaulting her and threatening her. And the caption is, the lady writes how She was assaulted by Mr. Greenwood. Now, when this news surfaced, we all got to see how, first of all, how his club responded to the news in that they definitely came out and said that they do not condone such behavior and they are allowing investigations to take place. Now, this is a 20-year-old young footballer who is just getting to the start of his professional football career. And this individual who is just out of his teens, and you can imagine playing for the biggest, one of the biggest football clubs in the world, from all the success he's getting, the money he's receiving, the fame he's getting, Uh, He's now known and that is why the news became uh, headlines because he's a public figure and a person of interest for anyone who especially loves sports and uh, particularly football. We get to see that this individual, by the time he got himself into this situation, he has not been mentored or coached well as far as not just his professional career but his life. Man, we understand that when you get to a point where you are at the brink of a lot of success, a lot of money, a lot of fame, you definitely need someone to mentor you, to teach you through the ropes because this is a new domain for you. You might have worked to get here for most of your life. And the fact that you're finally in this space like he is, you know, at the beginning of his football career, he needs some mentorship, you know, so that he understands what to do and what not to do. And more importantly, the kind of relationships to keep, you know, relationships build a person, you know, show me five successful people, you will be the sixth if you hang around with them long enough. So, he needs a mentor. It's very important for us as men when you are at the brink of a lot of success, you need a mentor to definitely show you the ropes to navigate this new space you're in. We can't really be arrogant and this can be in our nature as men to have an ego and say, listen, I got myself in here, I'll find myself around it. But such mistakes can happen and they can be really costly. You can't imagine having his career end just at the beginning. I think sometimes we just need to really understand that too. We don't have everything figured out. Yes, you worked hard to get to that point, but you need someone to take you through the ropes on how to navigate that new space so that you may not make you may prevent yourself from making mistakes that he did or someone else can do, because these allegations are very strong, especially in the West, when these allegations are, you face these allegations, even though the case can be dropped later that's a, a cloud hovering over you, you know? And there are some clubs that may be hesitant having having a player who has that kind of, you know, stain in their career and is their in their reputation, you know? And this has been evident even in entertainment. You can see the likes of Chris Brown who, even the domestic judges that haunt him a decade later, something that he did when he was 19 years old. He's now in his early 30s. So, From Mason Greenwood, we really hope right now that he has a mentor to teach him the ropes on how to navigate this new success. You know, we had Cristiano Ronaldo saying that he really wants to mentor these young young kids, young players, rather. And some of them are very, uh, you know, stubborn, as men can be. And it takes patience and maturity to understand, hey, yes, you've worked hard, you're good at what you do but you need to learn the ropes on how to navigate these spaces, you know. And Mason Greenwood and anyone who is like him when you're young and you're getting to a point where you're getting a lot of success financially, socially, fame, you know, status, you need someone to help you keep you accountable so that you understand, hey, these are the kind of people I need around me. These are the kind of ladies that I need to keep around me. These are the kind of ladies that I should stay away from. These are the kind of activities that I don't want, I don't need to do because they could cost me a lot. Because, you know, for many individuals, you could say it's common sense, but until you have that kind of, you know, success, influence, and power, it can get to your head you're a human being. And you need someone to help you keep you accountable and say, hey, I've been there, and this is how you can thrive and maximize this season in your life, so that you will make the best decisions that your future self will thank you and your lineage will thank you. So, that is one lesson we will learn from this Mason Greenwood incident at the beginning of the year. Now, when it got to February, onto local news, Kenyan YouTuber and gym and fitness enthusiast Frankie just jammed it began to trend on Twitter when his believed partner at the time, Corazon Kwamboka, who was an advocate, also an influencer and a content creator, posted that she is single and she's choosing herself. Now, when this news broke, guys, everyone began to have a conversation that he's doing the same thing he did to Maureen to who is his first baby mama. Corazon is his second, now his second baby mama. And Maureen began to trend where it seems everyone was alluding that Corazon, who decided to stand by Frankie when he was having this back and forth with his first baby mama, Maureen, Corazon decided to stand by his, her man. And now you can see that goes around come around comes around the shoe isn't on the other foot what no one believed that Corazon will go through she's now going through same thing two kids and they're separating so what do we learn from this situation with Frankie is that you really need to understand it is very important to evaluate the kind of person you are siring kids with right shout out to Amarex and the warriors he always tells guys wear a condom wear a condom wear protection because when that semen that semen leaves your body and goes into the woman that is the government's domain right you have no control over it that is government and her domain whether she try to keep it or not that's up to her if she keeps it, you are paying for it, right, for, the, for as long as the government wants and in the terms that they will dictate. So, guys, what you learn from the Frankie and Corazon situation is that you really need to be very careful with the kind of individual you involve yourself with as far as relationship and especially siring your kids. Because we hope, of course, that uh, Frankie has his house in order, having two baby mamas with two of his kids each both of them are advocates this case can really turn um, upside down against him especially right now since the judiciary is very well represented as far as women definitely they will have a soft spot for this case and for the persona that he is that many feminists do not like now we hope his house is in order. It is rumored that he may be back, he may be, have gotten back to Corazon, the second lady he broke up with early in the year. Right now, they, it's rumored they could be back together. That's not confound by either of them. But we just say that we learn it's important to really evaluate who you're siren kids with, who you want to reproduce with, Right? So, take care. Take your time, guys. Right? Don't be haphazard in as far as spreading your seed just to everyone. Your seed is is sacred. It's sacred. It is your bloodline. So, take it with the seriousness it deserves because you deserve it. Right? That was early in February. Now, going later into the month of February, the world... Got to witness a spectacle through the popular shocking expose, The Tinder Swindler, where this individual, Simon Leviev, whose real name is Shimon Hayut, an Israeli national, was there at the center of this whole story and he began to trend. Now, all of us have definitely seen this expose, and just to summarize, it is about this individual, Simon Leviev, who was able to leverage the platform and app Tinder to swindle ladies and scam them of hundreds of thousands of dollars using just attraction, charm, and playing with their hope to find love and illusion of a fairy tale love story now i did make an episode publish an episode on this same issue earlier in the year definitely if you have not listened to it i encourage you to go listen to lessons from the tinder Solar, but just to overview some of the things that we can definitely learn is number one guys attraction is not a choice right and in this case what do you mean by attraction first of all We understand that Tinder, ideally, it just gives the individual a few seconds to go through your profile, your pictures, and swipe right or swipe left, so he built his attraction in three aspects. Number one, physically, he took care of himself, secondly, he presented an attractive lifestyle. The pictures showed him in traveling, in the Ferraris, in the cars. It presented an attractive lifestyle, secondly. Thirdly, he presented an attractive personality. He was easygoing. He was charming. He was seductive, right? So those three things, attractive physically, taking care of himself, right? Secondly, att- secondly, attractive lifestyle. He presented an attractive lifestyle, a high-status lifestyle. This is who I am. This is how I live. I travel around the world. I do this and that. And thirdly, he presented an attractive personality right he was charming he was seductive he made the women feel special through the dates so through this he was able to really exploit women because he was in a position to have them emotionally attached to him so when he came out and asking for help in any time they were quick to help him because they felt special this is quote-unquote my man and he needs my help and I need to give it to him you know because I'm his special individual when logic actually dictates if this guy is a billionaire does it have doesn't he have billionaire friends who can help him but will the lady think that at the moment no she will think this is my special person my prince charming you know the knight in shining armor and we need to work through this because we are a team And we get through it together. (laughs) And they believed it. So, guys, we really understand the power of attraction in those three sets that I've just talked about. Right? Unfortunately, of course, he used it to exploit and con and leave women in very bad situations. And we don't really condone that. We don't really propagate for you to undertake something like that morally. It's not right. But we need to understand and study what he did since it was quite successful in doing it, in building attraction, in working and playing into their heartstrings and the illusion of love. So it makes us really understand the dating market space globally, right? How it is and how it could be moving forward. So, with that expose, definitely shocked a lot of individuals all over the world, gave us a lot of insight, and since he's out, it was rumored that he will start a podcast. We <laughs> welcome him to the podcast space, podcast community. I will definitely listen to that podcast and share if how it started and if he's still doing it to this day, but, well, we take the lessons. If we will hear of him again, only time will tell, so that was it with the tinder swindler in march we got to see andrew kibbe's youtube channel really explode and blow up and for most people they would say that in that season it was attributed to the interaction and the back and forth he had with popular youtuber eve Mungai, who was talking about her relationship with her boyfriend and Andrew Kilmer decided to chime in and give his op- opinion on the whole issue, as he usually does. And she responded, and of course, of course we know how Andrew is. Andrew puts his foot down and he will always double down. He never turns a deaf ear to a confrontation. He will always respond, and he responded, he did and this really brought a lot of traffic to his platform many people were entertained through this back and forth and in as a result his youtube subscription blew up and he capitalized it you know he maximized that opportunity he really turned on churned out a lot of videos and he's still pushing a lot of content shout out to him as a content creator over there on youtube is really having very interesting discussion interesting takes on different things and as the guy code community as the guy code listeners we salute him and his listeners over there shout out to you guys from the podcast community to youtube shout out to you guys and in that season we also got to learn some of these very popular phrases and words that he brought into the <laughs> now ordinary Kenyan lingo such as lambistic, EF, you know, Fukusui and the most popular one <laughs> is Kenothia, if that is how it is pronounced, Kenothia, right? And I shared a tweet on how, what, rather, what these different names and words mean, right? So that was March. Later, in the month of March, of course, the world got to witness another very shocking incident. We all know Will Smith and Chris Rock, their altercation over a joke that Will Smith did not find very amusing (laughs) because it was directed to his wife. And in that altercation, at the Oscars, where Will Smith decided to have this outburst on national TV and in front of the world at large, it shocked everyone since everyone believed that he was, you know, a very calm, cool, collected guy. And in that moment, he decided to just lash out. And lash out, he did. You know? <laughs> so, what do we learn from this situation? First of all, he mentioned it, Again, recent in a recent interview with Trevor Noah, shout out to Trevor Noah, Will Smith said that he was in a very dark place where he was dealing with a lot of issues. So from that statement, we get our lesson in that, guys, first things first, you need to take care of your household first. Take care of your household first, right? Your kingdom first. Because for most, for the better part of Will Smith's career, Will Smith's career, he was looked up to as one of the greatest actors, you know, in the world. He's still very talented, don't get me wrong, you know. But nonetheless, he was really seen as having the perfect life, you know, a beautiful wife, a beautiful marriage. Even Jay Cole shouted him out as the Will and Jada love. His children were having great careers as far as acting, as far as music. And he really showed like he had a great life. But with the string of incidents that are happening in the past years with the entanglements and now this, it shows that even though he was trying to keep it all calm, you know, composed, put up a front that he's okay, deep down he was hurting. Deep down when he was in that house, knowing what his wife did, knowing that his son was going through a gender crisis, his daughter was writing letters to dead people, and still having to go out in the public and work and put up a front that he's okay, it really pained him for a long time. And in that moment, he decided, you know what, let me just lash out. And it lashed out in the most public way, and there were very harsh consequences to it. Very harsh consequence. I believe that he was banned from the Oscars for a decade. That's a big thing, you know, a big bluff for him. Even though he's already won, won an Oscar, I don't know the implications to that banning. And some of his projects were put on hold or cancelled altogether. So, guys, you need to understand that you need to take care of your household first, right? It doesn't matter how successful you are out there. That's great. But you understand your first responsibility is your household. When you wake up in the morning, you should be proud that first, you're a great leader to your wife, your woman. Secondly, you're a great mentor and father to your children. Then you can brag about you being a great individual in your career, whether it's entertainment, whether it's sports, whether it's engineering, all of that. So take care of home first for him since home was not okay everything else crumbled everything else was affected to so take care of home first and I wish him all the best is, as he is trying to navigate this space and with the consequences of what is happening maybe one day hopefully him and Chris can be able to talk about it and make amends but until then we understand the lessons and we wish them all the best so that was that in April in April this was the height of the political climax in the country, campaigns as you know, as far as campaigns, speci- especially now, the wife to then presidential candidate Rallo Odinga, the wife, Madam Ida Odinga, together with Honorable Martha Karua, who was also the running mate to the presidential candidate, made remarks on the plight of the boy child in one of their rallies where Martha Karua mentioned that the boy-child needs mentorship, needs leadership. The issue of fatherlessness in this country is is a big issue. And we're glad to hear these sentiments made by, you know, the more leaders in the country, the more, you know, famous or the influential individuals in this country the politicians to really recognize that and even though they did not win their election and the other party won shout out to them the wife to the now deputy president honorable regard gashagwa the wife pastor dorcas has also mentioned the plight of the boy child you know in one of her uh, public appearances. And we appreciate that. Now, since she, I would say, is in government, we will just wait and see if she will do anything to address these issues that she also feels need to be addressed. So, these are facts that are happening in the country, understanding the plight of the butcher, understanding and listening, just observing the the suicide rates that are rising among young kids, among, you know, young adults, men, over anything, over, you know, love triangles, over finances, over, you know, just conflict and deep mental issues that are not tackled. The fact that these issues have been identified and observed by the people in Places of authority is a good thing and if anything will be done about it, well, that will be a good thing, you know. Later in the month, we got to hear some news that something was done about it. Now, when the high court ruled that men can be granted custody for their children below nine years, that it doesn't automatically go to the baby's mother, you know. This is a great ruling by the high court, uh, and especially for the men who have been struggling in co-parenting agreements. You said the child with this lady. Maybe you divorced or whatever, or she asked for the divorce, as is common right now in the Western world. It is creeping into this part of the world. And now you're getting into a co-parenting agreement. The child is young, and she's the one who initially would get full custody because, you know, the mother's are nourishers and they could actually use that as a weaponize, weaponize it against the man, saying you will not see your young child. So during that whole time, some of these children were indoctrinated that this the father doesn't care about you, he doesn't really want to see you. And at that young stages from zero to nine, they will accept everything. They don't really have that filter to really, you know, uh, question stuff. They will just accept that this is... My parent and what they're telling me is true. But now it's a great thing that the High Court has ruled that, A, even men can have the custody of their child. So shout out to the guys who have really been pushing to be great fathers, great responsible parents. And now, through this ruling, they have the opportunity to undertake their responsibility as they wished and comfortably. The law protects them to do so. So shout out to them. We're happy about it. We have mentioned uh, baby mamas. We have mentioned co-parenting uh, agreements on this platform before. If you have not, I encourage you to go and listen to those episodes. And with this new progress, we're hoping for even more progress in the future. So we are happy about that. Shout out to the high court and to all the fathers who now have the leeway and the peace of mind to have custody for their children that they really and deeply care about. Now, in May, May was a, was a bit of a dark month. On the 5th of May in Atlanta, Georgia in the, in the USA, popular dating coach, the most popular person in the manosphere at the time, Kevin Samuels, passed away uh, due to what is believed to be a, a medical overdose. And when that news hit, it was a shocker to everyone, especially the people in the manosphere, in this dating space, in the self-development platforms and space. And at the age of 53 years, it seemed like he was just getting into his prime and really establishing his platform and really helping make the change that he says he's always been wanting to make. And just to be snuffed out like that very quickly, it was, it was a shocker. Many people didn't believe it's true until way later when their family confirmed it was true. Uh, as the guy called community, we really, and as the guy called platform, we really share our condolences to the family and to the fans and to the listener, which I was also myself and some of you were. You know, what he said and the convic- conversations he had, were life-changing, you know. With 1.4 million subscribers at the time of his demise, his videos easily doing tens of millions of views all over the internet, if not hundreds of millions of views. It was a shocker for him to just uh, pass away so suddenly. So it it was a dark month. It was also very shocking and disturbing when we saw some ladies who just because they really deeply disagreed with some of the things he said, they celebrated his death. Where's the humanity? We ask ask ourselves, where's the humanity? Okay, he said a couple of things that didn't rub everyone the right way, and that's, that's fine, I guess. But it's no reason for you to wish death upon someone and celebrate on their grave. Come on. So I would say that That situation of those individuals for celebrating that that the individual's death is a very sad despicable thing to do to celebrate the death of someone just because you disagreed with what he said and how he presented it and i believe and i know rather that he wished well he really wanted everyone to win in relationships and his message was let's be realistic if you want something of value if we wanted something of value or someone of value a valuable relationship a valuable partner we have to be high value ourselves you know the high value man how he said you know fbi and the cia feminine beautiful inspirational that's a high value woman you know the cia that defines the high value man you know so a few things. I've actually mentioned that before on different podcasts, and I did publish a podcast on this lessons from Kevin Samuels. You can definitely go and listen to it. I encourage you also to go and listen to it if you haven't listened to it. It's it's a great legacy he left behind. And for us who are also continuing with the message that he shared, we are proud to have had someone like him in this space as we continue to grow it. So, shout out to Kevin Samuels and what he did. We really Deeply appreciate his legacy and may he rest in peace. In June, local news, popular content creator, YouTuber as well, GK Nyambura, appeared on a video that surfaced online as she was screaming in someone's compound in the dead of night. <laughs> now, this video was recorded by someone who is believed to be his, her ex, a guy by the name Omoke. The lady was in Omoke's compound at that time, believed to be about around 3 a.m. She was screaming together with her friends and she was making all this hullabaloo because she wanted to leave the premises, you know. And it was quite interesting when she explained that The reason why she was there in that video is she had come over to pick her clothes at that time, 3 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) And interestingly, women, women responded to that saying, hey, J.K. Nyambura, come on. We know what that's really about. You know, you came over to your ex's house at 3 a.m. in the morning for sex, for some dick. That's very clear. And many women said, we have also done that before. So don't try and BS us saying, oh, you came to pick up some clothes at 3 a.m. in the morning and you're claiming that the security locked you in and the security is trying to export you and exploit you and your friends for $2,000, all that, blah, blah, blah. It's rubbish. And women called that out, said, hey, we've also been in that situation where we were going back to our ex at 3 a.m. in the morning to quote-unquote pick clothes. But in the real thing, we wanted some pipe laid. So I got to chime in in the conversation and said, guys, are you recognizing that all these women are saying it is the sexual domination that she craved and drove her to go to her ex's place at 3 a.m. in the morning and not because he was a nice guy, not because he was emotionally available, not because he was always taking her on dates, not because he was always complimenting her, but because of the sexual domination that created the imprint in her that drove her back to him even at that time time of day or time of night. You know? So we get to really understand that context and i got to really consider for any man who or orbiter the right term who caught news that she had just broken up with this guy omoke and he's feeling man finally it is my time to treat her as she deserves you know treat her better like the queen she is then you see this video online where she is at her ex's place at that time in the <laughs> in the night and she hasn't responded to his your text the crushed the quote-unquote orbiter's text but she's at the exit's place at 3am in the morning but the orbiter has been left on red you know because he was they are trying to make her believe that he will <laughs> treat her like the queen she is well she knows what she deserved and at that time she desired, deserved some sexual domination by an alpha. That is what she went and wanted to get. So, it will be very sad for a nice guy to see that. Thinking that you will be there hoping to take her out, you know, give her all the compliments. And she's over there at her ex's place wanting some domination. <laughs> at 3 a.m. in the morning leaving you on red. You have to double text and call her, all that stuff. It's sad, man but for those nice guys we tell them to come over to this guy called we share this information share this reality that red pill reality if you want to stay simple if you want to stay nice that's upon you but at least you know the truth and the truth is what we share of this platform so guys that is the lesson we learned from that situation i don't know if <laughs> they could be together right now i don't know if Omoka is still up in there Shout out to both of them. I don't know. Maybe another video might surface of her screaming again. But, you know, we just learn from the situation. And could she choose a nice guy later on in life? Maybe later on in life. Right now she's, what, early 20s, 22, 23. Maybe when she studies and she's really hit her epiphany phase. And now she wants someone more stable. Now she wants someone who will give her flowers and compliment her because uh she has had her time riding the carousel but the alpha imprint will still be there and we always say the alpha imprint is imprinted through sexual domination or a child in this case every woman knows that it was sexual domination so guys consider that that was june right now later on in the year around september Kenyans Online got to see a situation whereby a popular DJ named DJ Bash shared his situation and experience as far as co-parenting. He posted a picture online, an older picture of him, his girlfriend at the time of taking the picture, and his son. And he captioned it that he really feels that he's let his son down. It was quite a a touching caption he made and just sharing that. And the response he got is a couple of individuals, shout out to them, who wanted to look into it. They look into what he's going through, look into what he's saying. Um, Is he okay? Uh, He mentioned that a couple of people checked out on him. Shout out to them. Shout out to the guys who are really looking out for guys hoping to show support where they can, shout out to them, real friends. And others who just said, man, you were all going through something, just keep this offline, it doesn't really help, you know. And sharing his situation as far as... Now, DJ Bash was with this lady for some significant amount of time, I don't know how long, but they have a child who is still, I think, below seven, six, five, whatever, a son, they were able to get the son, and I think some few years into raising the son, they broke up, and the lady right now is believed to have have a Caucasian partner who travels around the world with her and she books all the trips, but he does not support the child. But now it's DJ Bash to support the child exclusively, right? So DJ Bash was just sharing how this lady who just wanted to literally make all the decision herself and have dj bash pay for it you know she wanted a school for the child near where she is paid for rent by her current partner which is i think is in lovington right so it's a very expensive school she's he's paying very expensive insurance you know and he's not involved in any of this decision making so remember guys where i've actually mentioned that Total responsibility without authority is slavery. Let me repeat that. Total responsibility without authority is slavery. So he was speaking out on this whole arrangement he has and he feels enslaved, right? It's his responsibility to pay for any decision she makes individually. And he sees the child, his son, when it is convenient for the lady. So the whole arrangement was just wrong. But he is saying that he just keeps pushing and keeps it, keep moving a day at a time. We wish him all the best. I don't know what is happening right now. But, again, guys, we have to consider who we are siring kids with. Right? A lot of baby mama situations happening this year. We really need to consider who we are siring kids with. Who are our partners. Guys, you know wear a condom as many times and as often as you can because things can really turn out badly for you, you know? And just always be prepared for normal female nature. Like this lady, she was just hypergamous. She found a better partner for her needs and she decided to take the, the partner up and that's how it ended up. So uh, it is what it is. I hope he's doing better right now. I hope he's in a better space mentally right now, you know? Right now, as men in this space, they just, we're just treated as objects of utility. We provide, we provide, provide. Whether we're okay or not, it's purely our responsibility. And that's why we have platforms like this where we can talk about it, you know. So, yeah, I just hope DJ Bash is in a better place right now, uh, doing better, recovering, and is in a place where he still can see his son most importantly see his son be able to connect and be the father he really wants to be so shout out to him for being a responsible father shout out to him to being the best father that he can be you know and we just tell him keep his head up for all the from all the fathers like us who have been in that situation for those who have been in the situation we we offer support and shout out to him so yeah all the best to dj bash and I think this year just has a lot of baby mama drama and divorce issues that have been headlines. I haven't noticed it. Even as far as Tom Brady, as far as Miguel, the divorces, you know, the child support. Kanye is paying $200,000 monthly child support. This has been a year of guys really understanding what could happen if all of it breaks down and shit hits the fan for real. So guys, really look after yourselves in 2023. Look after yourself, you know, because you can make one mistake and it will ch- cause a whole lot of consequences that you don't need if only you made better choices. So that has been mainly of the news that I've really been making headlines in the year 2022. Of course, one of the biggest news in the country, of course, was the election. Shout out to all the winners of the different positions in government. And the representation of women, we have seen it has dramatically increased, local government to national government, dramatically increased. For example, places like Nakuru, where the, from the government, from the governor to the local MCAs to the MPs, m- women are very well represented. And we will see how that turns out in the next few years. We just hope that they stay true to their electorate and offer what they the services that they say they will offer. Nonetheless, it's been a great year of sharing Red Pill content, of sharing Manosphere content, just sharing things that should help us better navigate this space we are in as the modern man in this era. And coming into 2023, we really hope that it will all work out. It will all be better and will be wiser Navigating and winning in life as men to raise men who will also be winners. It's been a great year, guys. Um, The last episode of the year. See you in 2023. And until next time, always remember, she doesn't love you for who you are. She loves how you make her feel. She only explains what she feels in the moment. And always maintain frame until next time guys we shall talk soon happy holidays happy 2023 bye guy code with rena